dudes. Okay, what's going on, guys? Welcome to a brand new episode of Energize. Ross, <laughs> introduce the guest, man. We have one of the best middleweights and fishermen in the UFC. <laughs> it's the Joker, Jack Hermanson. Jack, how are you doing? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Sitting here in my quarantine hotel, you know, enjoying life. <laughs> yeah, Jack, t- tell us this. We want you to make your plea here. What makes you the best fisherman out of all the fishermen in MMA? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I've been fishing since I was a kid, you know, and I, I uh, you know, I'm great at many styles, uh, different styles of fishing. <laughs> uh, I'm just a great fisherman. I, I, I'm 100% sure that those guys out there are not even closely as nerdy as I am when it comes to fishing. You know, I'm, a, I'm on the next level. It's not just that I go out and fish, you know. I, I have, uh, you know, uh, like the most valuable things I own is my fishing gear. I have like fishing gear that's time t- 10 times more valuable than my car. So, uh, you know, my, my fishing gear is my, is my fortune. There you have a Bosmo. <laughs> there's, there's levels to this fishing game. Yeah, where's actually the best exactly. place to fish? What country would you say? You know, um, I, I usually do my fishing here in Scandinavia, you know, nowhere yeah. in Sweden, even though it would be cool to, to travel and, and fish other places as well. But, you know, I, I don't even have the time to, to fish after all of the species that we have here at home. So I, I have enough in my hands. Okay. Uh, for people that aren't actually aware, this is coming out on Thursday and it's actually going to be Jack's birthday as well. So uh, for it being live on, on Jack's birthday, the 10th, uh, happy birthday, Jack. And make sure everyone to jump in the comments or go into his Twitter or go into his fishing website and wish him a happy <laughs> birthday. But, Thank uh, you. but we're obviously going to be talking about yourself, Jack. We're going to be talking about UC263 this weekend and we're, yep. we're just going to talk, have a go crack as always. But we may as well start at the top. Ross, take it away. Um, yeah, obviously Jack's coming off a win again, Edmund Shabazian. Yeah, uh, great win by yourself, uh, Jack. And, you know, you really sold up in the third round. Um, Edmund's obviously a massive prospect. And UFC were pushing him quite uh, quite a lot leading to his Brunson fight. Um, mm. What did you think of Edmund Shabazian? And what do you think that win does for you in the division? Uh, you know, he's a great fighter and he's uh, still still a young fighter. Uh, I'm pretty sure he's going to do do well, actually. You know, he, he's great striking and... Uh, and I, I do think that his his grappling is not too bad either, but he probably needs to work a little bit more on his uh, wrestling skills. Um, but yeah, he, I think Edmund is a, is a good good uh, fighter and uh, a challenge for anyone that uh, that's facing him. How good was it for you to get that uh, coming off a loss and getting that win? Because I remember I was watching it live and I was sending Ross these voice notes about like the, how your performance was, and you you came back from the dead almost. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. I, yeah. like, fair play to you now, but I, I was I, di- I didn't I, in the first round I didn't see you yourself, and then as it went on, you you grew more into yourself, and you got the yeah. you know, which is the most important thing. It's not how you start; it's how you finish. Yeah, I, I started a little bit slow, and uh, you know, I wanted to establish my jabs and uh, start with my feints, and instead it 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 was the other way around. You know, he hit me with a hard jab, and I started to bite on his feints. And after the first round, I'm just like, ah, I, I need to do something else here. You know, I, I, I need to fight with a little bit more of urgency and, uh, and uh, yeah, and take it. So uh, we changed change, uh, things up and uh, I was mani- managed to turn it around. You know, I wasn't super happy about the performance and still isn't, but at least it's a win and it puts me in the right direction. Yeah. It, it definitely does, Jack. What do you make of the state of the middleweight division now? Obviously, Canonier was supposed to fight Costa. Costa's out of that fight now. 
Kelvin Gaston stepping in on short notice again. Uh, Derek Brunson, Darren Till look like they're going to have a date soon. And obviously the champs fighting uh, this weekend. So where do you think you fit in that shoe? Do you think maybe you'll fight Robert Whitaker next? Or where do you think you'll end up next? Yeah, why not now when Gastelum jumps up and fights uh, Kenomi here, you know, <laughs> it, it might happen, you know. Uh, I f- feel like in the middleweight division, everything can happen. Uh, it feels like in the top 10, everybody can beat everybody in uh, any given day. It's just uh, who, who, who can be more uh, consistent and uh, chain, uh, chain a couple of wins together. That would be the next guy to uh, to challenge for the title, you know. And uh, yeah, uh, Robert Whittaker is right up there. I haven't fought him, you know. He has fought a lot of the other uh, top guys, so that would be a, a great challenge and uh, you know the perfect uh, uh, contender fight. Is yeah. there a, is there a time in the like that you're looking to get back into the octagon, or are you looking to just take some take it easy? Uh I'm not rushing now. I would love to go get back uh, in one more time this year. But uh, I also have plans to uh, like tr- switch up my training a little bit. And uh, I want a period now where I, uh, I'm going to focus on uh, developing, you know, as a fighter, developing my, my physique. And, uh, you know, I, I want to reach that next level. And uh, it's hard to do that when you are in camp and focusing on a fight, you know. So uh, I, I want to grow in, in all kinds of ways. And I need some time to do that. And then I'm going to go come back uh, better than ever in the end of the year. That would be the perfect scenario. Can I just mention as well, after your fight, after like the, you, you literally left it all out there and you still had the time to crack the joke. I, I forget who you were talking to, but you were like, you called out Ben Askren and Chase Huber saying you wanted to be part of the team and all. It was just, it was unbelievable, Jack. It was just like, that's what MMA needs. It needs these characters as well. At the end, when you crack that joke, then there was photos going around going viral. It was just uh, yeah. so funny. <laughs> yeah, it was funny, you know. Uh, I'm not much of a trash talker, so you have to you have to play your tricks in some other ways, you know. <laughs> yeah, that's the way it is. Yeah. And uh, obviously, you're going to have a keen eye on this weekend, uh, Jack. What do you make of the main event this weekend? Israel Adesanya versus Marvin Vittori. Obviously, you've been in there with Marvin before. Mm. Um, how do you see this fight going? You know, uh, I, I see Izzy having the upper hand. You know, he's he's a more technical striker and. Uh, uh, I think he's gonna, um, yeah, he, he's gonna hit uh, Marvin a little bit more in the standoff. But uh, the thing that we have to remember is that this is a five rounder, and uh, their last fight was a three rounder. I, I feel like, you know, Marvin is, uh, you know, with, with myself, you know, one of the guys that has the best cardio in the division. He's a really, he has really good physique. He's strong, but he, he's also. Um, he has very good cardio and he, he, he's, uh, you know, a pressure fighter. So I believe that he can make Issy tired in the in the later rounds. Uh, so it will be really interesting to see what happens if, if the fight uh, goes to the distance, you know. So I feel like that's the, the best, um, uh, that would be the best for, for Marvin. I feel like Issy has the best chance in, 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 uh, in the earlier rounds. Absolutely, I have to agree with you, uh, especially in your fight with Marvin. Marvin had more output in round four and five than he did in the first three rounds. Uh, yeah. So he does he does have the gas tank to go the long yards. Do you think um, Marvin would have taken anything from the Jan Blackovich fight and thinking maybe he could implement his wrestling in the center of the octagon? Uh, obviously, Izzy's takedown defense quite good against the cage, but 
maybe it's that's a chink in his armor in the center of the octagon. Yeah, but at the same time, I, I don't feel like uh, Marvin is, you know, he, he's a good grappler, but uh, uh, Jan is probably a better grappler, uh, mm. I would say. Uh, but I, I think that could be a plan, you know, a, a, a big part of the plan because it, it's going to cost easy. It's going to cost him rounds. It, it, it's going to cost him uh, um, gas, you know. So uh, I believe that will be an important uh, part of the game plan to uh, tire him out with the, with the takedowns and, and with the grab. And it, when uh, it's obviously Jack Hermanson's turn to fight Israel Adesanya, will that be the plan? Will it be a, a heavier grappling uh, uh, game plan than usual? Yeah, you know, uh, if I get him down, I just need to be precise. You know, if I have my precision in my grappling, I, uh, I should just need to take him down once and uh, and finish the fight from there. So, uh, and I really believe that uh, that, that I only need one chance. So uh, mm. I, I know that this is uh, is a better uh, stand up fighter than me, uh, but I do feel like I am uh, I am the better wrestler and uh, definitely the better uh, grappler. And uh, as I said before, I believe I'm the biggest uh, threat for him in this division. You know, I feel like me and probably Chris Weidman are the two be- uh, worst matchups uh, for him. That's actually quite funny because I've actually always said, because uh, a lot of people over this side of the world, um, probably, you know, like Weidman's had a few losses and they sort of write him off. But I was like, if Weidman can get him down, he's very dangerous on the ground. Oof, and like, he's yeah. got some great like head, arm, head and arm chokes. Uh, he caught Gaston. And you, you caught Gaston as well, and like not many yeah. other people have, and like that, those, those submissions in the middleweight division, um, you know, are few and far between, especially at the at the upper end of the division. A lot of the top middleweights are strikers, bar yourself and Chris yeah. Boyman, who probably are better better grapplers. So, you two guys do bring that uniqueness to your game plan. And um, one person who hasn't fought in a long time and does compete in the middleweight from time to time mm-hmm. is. Uh, a fellow Scandinavian brother, Kazma Chimoyev. What do you make of him? Yeah, uh, Kamsat is is a great fighter, you know, but he's so young in the sport and so young in the uh, in the UFC. So um, you know, it, it's easy to to talk all crazy about him, you know, and title fights and stuff like that. Yeah. And uh, I have trained with Kamsat, and he 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 is a great fighter. Uh, but you know he has more work to do before he he, he fights for a title and uh, uh, and that's about it. But uh, I'm sure he's gonna continue to do great uh, do great things in the in the UFC. Uh, as I said, he's, he's very young in the game, so I think he's a uh, growing fighter as well. So I think he's gonna be a better version of himself in uh, a couple of years and uh, be even more scarier than he, he is uh, right now. Yeah, are you telling him to stay down a welterweight for a while? <laughs> You're not bringing them yeah. to any of the buffets over in Sweden. <laughs> uh, Jack, Jack, obviously uh, Israel's coming off his first loss as well, and uh, you were four and uh, you were well, you were five and zero until you received your first loss. What? What's the? What? How does your mindset change coming off your first loss? And like, so, what way do you think Adesanya is feeling now going into this fight, coming off a loss? Uh, yeah. The, the thing is that. He was superior in kickboxing as well, and he suffered his losses there. So yeah. I think that that feeling and that experience is not totally new for him. Uh, but of course, you know, uh, it might be that uh, if he ends up in a similar position that he did in the Blahovic fight, it might, you know, 
uh, either he's gonna just have a lot of urgency to get back uh, up from there, or he's gonna feel like, oh shit, not again, you know. Deja vu. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. You, yeah. Uh, yeah. So, uh, and that's you know, I'm not sure how how, how he feels about that, but I, I just know with myself, you know, if I end up on my back. It's not a big deal, you know. I know yeah. that I can stand up at any time, but usually I chose to uh, grapple from from my back, and I'm just like almost too comfortable there. But but uh, Adesanya is uh, probably have another feeling when he is on his back. So um, yeah, it's gonna be interesting to see how he deals with it. But he seems yeah. like a very mentally strong uh, individual uh, in general. So uh, I think he's gonna deal with it uh, yeah. in a good way. Ross. That reminds me of uh, Dustin Poirier. Do you remember Khabib took him down and like I think it was the fourth round. He was like, "No, not, like, not again." <laughs> Ross, obviously, obviously, I asked Jack there. Does he think it's really going to affect Adesanya? And he doesn't really think so. But do you think it actually affects his opponents more, giving them more confidence? Because obviously, Vittori's lost to him before, but now he seems as if he's even more confident yeah. than ever. I feel like everybody in the middleweight division feels like they can beat him right now, you know, after Blavich fight. Oh, yeah, I can beat Argument, you know, but yeah, uh, I, people uh, might be underestimating Blahovic a little bit. Yeah, well, I don't even think it's underestimating Blahovic. I just think that someone's finally put a blueprint out there. Yeah, They've shown a game yeah. plan that can work. Whether you can do that game plan is definitely another thing. That, that's um, another thing. And I, I do think Jack Romanson is definitely someone who can. The only thing I will say about the uh, Izzy Marvin uh, first fight is a lot of people, myself included, thought Marvin won the third round. So that could be very interesting to see. Is there a change of the tide, you know, after two minutes of the third round? Yeah. Does Marvin start to take over? And yeah. uh, can, can he actually get an upset? I think this one probably will go the distance one way or the other. So Yeah, uh, I, I think so too. And you know what? I'm gonna, if, if, I'm, if we're going to call it right now, um, I'm actually going to say Marvin with the upset. I think he'll win 48-47 on the scorecards. I think Izzy will win the first two, and I think Marvin will take over from there. Mm. Yeah, if if Marvin wins, I think you're right. That's that's the way it's going to play out. I'm going to go Adesanya just uh, to level up the playing field here. Even though even though this card is actually stacked with so many European fighters as well, um, lads, like obviously there's another title fight on the line, but everyone is talking about Leon Edwards against Nate Diaz. The um, Ross. This, Leon Edwards, everyone knows, has been like the, his story has been unbelievable. He like he's been on, off, on, off so many cards. Then he comes back with the iPod against Belial. That was a no contest. Belial is actually on the card as well. So I wonder if they they whop by each other. But um, Ross, what are you expecting? Nate Diaz, Leon Edwards. Look, Nate Diaz is an absolute superstar. You know, a lot of people idolize him across the sport. But like, if you're talking about mixed martial arts and you're talking about the elite of the elite, Leon Edwards at the moment is the elite of the elite. I don't think Nate Diaz is. I think Leon's going to be able to get in there and I think he's going to beat him up quite badly on the feet and end it in two or three rounds. I don't think Nate Diaz, like I think he is a 55-pounder fighting at 170. I don't think he carries that weight well. I don't think he's particularly strong. Like I remember Roy McDonald like absolutely tossed him around the place and that's no no offense to Nate Diaz. I'll always watch a Nate Diaz fight but yeah, I yeah. think Leon Edwards is on a different level. What do you think, uh, Jack? Yeah, I couldn't agree more, you know, and uh, Nate Diaz, you know, it's so easy to become a fan of his, you know, he, he's such a cool guy, he has a great mentality and uh, a great personality, uh, but I agree, he, he probably shouldn't be fighting in, in uh, welterweight, uh, he probably should be fighting in, in lightweight, and uh, Leon Edwards is, uh, yeah, he's a man on a mission, he, he looks yeah. great, and uh, I think uh, it doesn't matter in which... Um, 
place the fight uh, or, or yeah, in which discipline the fight uh, takes place, uh, Leon Edwards will have the upper hand. Yeah, I'll go Leon as well. Lads, who do you think is a bigger superstar, Adesanya or Nate Diaz? Ooh, um, well, these are the two lads that are selling the card, really, aren't they? Probably, if 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 you stopped twenty people in the middle of the street, they probably know Nate Diaz. But I think in terms of getting people to put their hand in their wallet to buy a card, I'd probably say Adesanya. But that's just my personal preference on it. Jack, you're an honest man. What do you think? I do believe. Uh, you see, Adesanya has the gold as well in the pictures. It's, you know. Yeah, it, it's. I think it's dead even almost. You know, I feel like their popularity is probably about the same. Did you yeah, give an answer on did you? I think that's fair. Oh, I think I, I said Diaz is more famous to the common person, but yeah. in the fight game, Adesanya is the bigger draw in the, in the fight game amongst fight fans. People want to see Adesanya fight more. Yeah, it's, it's actually very, I was only just thinking about that. It's actually an interesting question. But uh, yeah, so all three of us think Leon Edwards is going to win. But okay, lads, in the co-main event for the flyweight title, Devson Figueredo is taking on Brandon Moreno, which is one of the best fights of the year last time they fought each other. Now, the serious bad beef between the two lads now, what way do you see this going down, lads? Um, Jack, you can go first. Oof, man, this is one you're looking forward to, right? <laughs> this is a great fight. This is one for the fans. This, this is going to yeah. be like the fight of the night. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I was so impressed by Moreno in the in the last fight, you know, and he he could really, you know, uh, with that high pace, it it, it gave Figueroa some some problems, and it's going to be interesting to see if he can do it again. Before that. Figueroa just looked like from another world. He looked yeah. uh, unbeatable, unbeatable. It was just yeah. like nobody can beat this man. And then uh, this guy comes around uh, and just shows that, yeah, he's, he's beatable. So uh, oh, I have no idea, but I, I'll give my, uh, I give Moreno that one. You know, he, 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 he um, felt it the last time that uh, he, he can do it. And I think that Figueroa has it in his head as well you know it, it has to be because he was so exhausted and it has to yeah. scare him a little bit to go in there against him again yeah Ross Jack just brought it up there uh, Figueredo's biggest battle is actually making the weight first you can see him running yeah. all the way around the hotel trying to make that weight like and we all know he's knockout power as well but the UFC is backing Moreno a lot they're putting him on the Spanish um, commentators commentator desk as broadcast. well yeah broadcast they brought him over living in Vegas as well what way do you see this going this is this is a big one Look, I very much fancy Moreno. I think Figueredo has great chance for maybe the first one and a half rounds. I think after that, I think it's going to be all Moreno. But one thing that Moreno does know is that he's lasted those five rounds before with him. He, like the last time, it was both a quick turnaround for them. So they both should be in a fight shape. The only thing was Figueredo last time was getting ready for a five rounder and then another five rounder. Moreno was getting ready for a three rounder and then a five rounder on short notice. Moreno's gas tank held up better than Figueredo's did on the short notice. And I think he's felt that power and he survived that power. I think he's going to be able to do it again. And I think he'll come in with a better game plan as well. I'm going to go Figueredo because if the, if the Flyweeds have someone knocking people out, it's just going to bring more people to it. You know what I mean? But uh, lads, I'm just going to jump on this look at other fights here. Just honorable mentions. Damian Maya is taking on Belial Muhammad. Uh, Russ, what are you making from this one? Uh, I think uh, this is... Uh, Damien Moya, uh, a lamb being let out to slaughter. I know he's an excellent grappler. I know Belil has good grappling chops himself, but if Belil is smart, he'll keep this on the feet and he'll he'll be able to uh, at least win a decision, if not be able to stop him. I think 
Moya's time to retire was maybe a year or two ago. And I love Damien Moya, but I think that's how I feel. Jack, you're obviously a grappler at heart. You know what I mean? You must love mm. the guy. Yeah, man. Uh, I go for it, Damien Moya for this one. Uh, we have to remember that before he fought, uh, was it uh, Tyron Woodley? Yeah. Man, he, he, his, his, his wrestling was just getting on another level. You know, he, he was getting so efficient with his wrestling. Nobody could, could keep it on the feet, you know. Um, and I don't think Bilal is one of the guys that uh, can, can uh, resist that rest, wrestling. And if he get it down, you know, he's one of the best. So, uh, yeah, Damon Moyer. Okay, uh, as I was saying, there is a, b- a big European cast on the card. Uh, Juber Paul Craig is on the main card as well. Um, give me a look here. Uh, Eric, Anders, Eric Anders is taking on Darren Stewart. Uh, Joanne Calderwood's fun, Laura Murphy. And uh, Hakeem Dawadu is taking on Mavsar uh, Evaloev. And then Jack, you obviously know, Chase Hooper is taking on Stephen uh, Peterson on, on the card as well. So like, this is definitely not one to be missed. Um, we were saying to Jack there, obviously it's his birthday, and obviously uh, K- he's former Cage Warriors champion as well, and Cage Warriors are doing a trilogy at almost the end of this month. Jack, Cage Warriors, what do you make of the organization and how much Grain Bullen has brought it on to a new level? Yeah, super professional organization. I feel like it's an organization that knows it plays, you know, if, if yeah. you understand what I mean. They, they know that uh, they're not going to be the biggest organization, but they can be, you know, the number one feeder. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They, they, they're going to produce the, the, the great talent that uh, the UFC needs. And uh, that's what they're doing. And they are putting on great, uh, great shows and uh, a great platform for the, for the fighters. Uh, that's their, yeah. I and how much noise do you keep on? Uh, how much noise do you keep on Cage Warriors, Jack? Do you watch all the events or do you watch as many as you can? Or No, you know, these days, uh, before, you know, I was watching everything you know with, with fighting <laughs> but it, it's it, it's too much too much to keep an eye of you know so uh but if, it, but if there is some um, you know some guys from uh, from my uh, time uh, in cage warriors you know some friends or somebody that i know of uh, uh, fighting then i will tune in uh, and watch it but um uh, yeah otherwise i'm not watching it uh, too often yeah what was actually your favorite moment uh, fighting in cage warriors uh, you know, just the traveling to all those cool places. You know, I've been three times in Jordan. Uh, I probably would have never gone if, if it wasn't for Cage Warriors. I've been in Chechnya with Cage Warriors. Uh, I've been all over the place. And that, that has been really, really cool. And just to uh, get to know the, the awesome staff, you know, uh, all the people there, you know, uh, uh, g- getting friends. Uh, that has been the g- greatest part of, uh, uh, of being in Cage Warriors, uh, I think. Yeah, and they're going to San Diego in August, um, just straight after the trilogy. But uh, that's it's obviously great crack having Jack on. Jack, the, thanks a mil for coming on uh, on your birthday eve as well. We're we're definitely going to wish you a happy birthday tomorrow. You never know. Next time we're over in uh, Sweden, we'll we could go uh, ice fishing, Ross. Is that right? Yeah, we Jack spends sometimes in Norway as well. So we're, like we have to hit him up before we are going to Scandinavia at all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's do it. Let's get him a fishing trip. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I love it. I love it. And then we can uh, we can send um, Gregor Gillespie all our pictures and let him know what's up. Yeah, exactly, exactly. exactly. Uh, Jack, Jack, anything in, in particular you're, you're wishing to get on your birthday as well? Um, out of hotel no. quarantine. Out of yeah. hotel. <laughs> no, no, I, I don't have any any big uh, 
big wishes, you know. I'm I'm a happy man. I everything I can ask for. So <laughs> yeah, that's why I was looking forward to having you back on. You know, I mean, last time we had you on, you're just punctual. The way Dave looks after you as well. You have a great team there, and you're always smiling. Um, that's that's one of the most important things. Uh, Ross, anything else to say before we wrap things up? Uh, no, guys, just make sure to jump onto some social channel. Wish Jack a big happy birthday tomorrow. <laughs> Uh, if you are watching this video, make sure to like, share, subscribe, and as always, stay, stay energized. energized.